Good afternoon, good morning, uh, good evening, wherever you are. Uh, my name is Mark Stockham. I'm a field CTO uh, with Dell Technologies Data Protection Solutions, uh, specifically working with uh, VMware Technologies. And today we're going to be talking about data protection for multi-cloud in VMware environments. So what do we mean initially by multi-cloud? Multi-cloud for us in, in this context is uh, those on-premises, those hybrid, those multiple public clouds, any or, or all of the above, uh, being able to operate in, in all of those clouds and give data protection solutions uh, regardless of where the workloads run. Which hyperscalers are we going to be talking about? Primarily AWS, Azure, and, and GCP and Google. Uh, there are others that we'll, we'll touch on, but primarily those three. The most appropriate use cases will be covered for data protection relating to all of these clouds. We'll discuss optimal architecture. We'll be looking at some of the critical workloads and we'll also touch on automation elements for reasons that will become apparent a bit later on. So to start off with, what are the most appropriate use cases? Uh, today we're gonna be talking about long-term retention to start off with. We'll then be moving on to cloud disaster recovery backing up into the cloud from on-premises environments and also backing up from within the cloud itself. In all of these scenarios, we're going to be looking at it from a data protection storage perspective. So the data domain, be that a physical appliance, a combined, a converged appliance or a, a virtual appliance and looking at things also from a data mover perspective. So the data protection software itself. In all of these scenarios, performance efficiency and the ability to operate in the multiple clouds, Amazon, Google, Azure, as well as VMC, etc., are going to be addressed in the, in the use cases. So first scenario, long-term retention to the cloud. In this case, we're going to be using the cloud to give us uh, the ability to hopefully uh, reduce our re reliance on tape on on those less uh, those less accessible mediums, those things that take us longer to get uh, get data recovered from. So we've got the on-premises environment. We've got an active tier carrying out operational day-to-day -day, uh, protection and recovery. We're taking some of that data that has aged out and we're moving it to the cloud tier. We have a long-term retention tier, if you like, using uh, S3 compatible storage. So in this case, looking on-premises at something like uh, Dell EMC ECS, Elastic Cloud Storage. But the topic for today is, of course, uh, the cloud. So equally, we can take that deduplicated, that compressed, that encrypted data, and we can move it into the public cloud. Use a public cloud provider purely for their, their storage. So we have the ability to use uh, AWS, Azure Blob Storage, AWS S3, Google Cloud, various other clouds, purely to give us that storage capability. So we're taking the high, uh, highly efficient deduplication that the data domain gives us in the first place. We're able to take that policy engine, use that policy engine to decide what we're going to move to the, the long-term retention, the, the cloud tier. We can scale highly uh, based upon the physical appliances that we, uh, we can deploy. We can also use a, a data protection appliance uh, like a PowerProtect DD series 3300, 4400, giving us an entry point, much lower entry point. And we can take, uh, even if we want to, a virtual appliance, a DDVE, 
and start at something like a one terabyte uh, incremental increase of uh, of storage and deploy that and use that as the as the on-premises storage. We can support third-party data movers, but obviously better deduplication is achieved with uh, Dell technology solutions. And this helps us to move away from the likes of tape. So this is uh, an entry point, if you like. This is using the, the cloud environment purely for its, uh, its cheap storage. Moving on to the next level, cloud disaster recovery. So taking your virtual estate, your VMware estate that runs day to day, taking that uh, environment, protecting the data onto a data domain on-premises, be that physical, appliance, et cetera, and then taking some of that data and pushing it again into cloud storage. In this case, Amazon S3, Azure Blob, and making sure that we have copies that are available in the cloud. Should we want to spin that workload up in the case of a disaster recovery, we can convert that image, we can pre-convert it, or we can convert it on the fly and run it as an EC2 instance. The same thing can occur for Azure, so we can convert it to an Azure VM image and run it there, pre-conversion also available should we need to or want to. But if we do want to, to run it just as another VM, if you like, we can also leverage VMware Cloud on AWS and just run that, or just take that image, bring it up, uh, restore it into uh, as a VMware VM, and we can then run that in the cloud, carry on running, and then should uh, we need to remove that workload back on-prem after the, the disaster has, uh, has passed, we can be motion that virtual machine back on-premises. So we've got two options. We can take the, the, the option to run it as an EC2 or an Azure, Azure image, or we can run it in EC2. What this means is we've got this orchestrated failover capability into the various clouds. Recovery can be minutes. If we pre-convert some of these images, pre-conversion can be run um, on a regular basis once that image is uploaded into the cloud, we're able to recover in minutes. We can uh, have recovery point objectives as short as 15 minutes, uh, seamlessly integrated with what's going on on-premises, and application uh, consistent recovery is available in, in Amazon itself. So this can replace uh, a secondary or a tertiary data center. Uh, I've seen this uh, in a lot of cases throughout EMEA, which is the, the region that I cover. So can obviate the need for making high, high uh, physical hardware purchases and also the cost of uh, facilities managing uh, entire premises. So what about if we want to actually back up from on-prem into the cloud? What does that look like? Of course, we've got the usual um, yeah, efficiency of, of DD Boost. Yeah, we deduplicate to the client side, we compress, we encrypt. That information is protected uh, on-premises. On we could then take that data and move it into a data domain virtual edition, a PowerProtect DD virtual edition, running either in Google Cloud, in Amazon, or in Azure. Uh, and this gives us the ability to leverage the lower cost of running natively in those uh, cloud environments. Being able to run in EC2, for example, is much, much cheaper than, uh, than running in, uh, in, in VMC. What we can get here is the ability to write directly to that storage appliance. We don't need to have storage on-prem. We could. There's another scenario coming up shortly in which we cover that uh, use case. So we don't need to use on-site storage. Boost takes uh, a lot of the pain of, of ingress, of moving data from on-prem 
into the cloud, and it gives us a multitude of deployment options. Use case here could be a remote site with a very small footprint, not enough footprint to deploy even a data domain virtual edition or, uh, or a small appliance. If you have limited uh, WAN capabilities, the ability to carry out this client-side DDO allows us to minimize the amount of data that gets transitioned. And the facilities on site may not be suitable to host data protection storage. It might just not be suitable. So this is the scenario that we see in a lot of cases, customers wanting to take the data, move it out, and store it initially in, uh, in, in, the, uh, in the cloud. So just jumping very briefly into an architecture slide, the, the architecture we're taking uh, into consideration here is the use of virtual proxies, client-side deduplication, giving us the ability to do change block tracking from a VMware perspective, and take as little data as possible to move it across the network to then let it reside on the highly efficient protection storage giving us minimal footprint. And we'll cover why that's important very soon. Uh, but the, the highlight here is, you know, whenever you move to the cloud, between clouds, between zones, availability zones, regions, et cetera, et cetera, or when you egress, obviously one of those hidden costs is the cost of moving data. The less data you move, the better things tend to be. And also, if we're doing this from a software-defined perspective, Automation is something that we can, uh, we can leverage, and we'll come on to automation in a few slides' time. What we can uh, also leverage here is a lot of the in-stack and vRealize automation uh, capabilities of, of the stack, uh, and that data efficiency really does pay dividends when we're not just on-prem, but also in the cloud. So what about if we have existing platforms that we're running on-prem, and we want to replicate that data elsewhere? Well. Again, the efficiency that, uh, that we have as part of the platform, the deduplication, the compression, the encryption, allows us to take that data and then just carry out a replica between the on-prem environment and the PowerProtect DD Virtual Edition running in either GCP, AWS, or Azure. And what this means is we're able to, to take that data and get it into the cloud in as uh, quick and as efficient a manner as possible. Some customers just want to be able to move their data uh, and get it into, into the cloud so that they can leverage it and, uh, and replicate it elsewhere. We've got the, uh, the ability to, to support third-party software should we require it here. Very easy to deploy through the various different marketplaces. Latest and greatest uh, versions have been released in the, in the past week or two on some of these platforms. And this means that it reduces that ingress-egress cost means that uh, that bill shock is reduced or, or minimized. So what about where we have uh, VMC, VMware Cloud, for example? In this scenario, you know, we've got the on-premises environment. It's running, as you would expect, all your virtual machines, vSAN, ESX, NSX, et cetera, et cetera. We're also able to configure and run the environment in hybrid link mode. So we have that VMC instance that looks, smells, feels exactly like what's being run on-prem. So that's great from the, the perspective of being able to run workloads either on-prem or in the cloud in a, in a hybrid and a, a seamless fashion. But from the data protection perspective, what we really want to be doing is, is making the most of the adjacency that we have between the VMC instance and the native Amazon uh, facilities that reside next to it. In this case, we're able to run PowerProtect DD Virtual Edition 
as an EC2 instance using S3 storage. And because it's sat uh, literally next door to the VMC instance, we've got high bandwidth, we've got a variety of methods of, of connecting to it, which gives us the ability to, to drive down cost for protecting those workloads that reside in VMC. We could equally run it in VMC, but it's a more cost-efficient option to deploy in native Amazon. What do we get here? Yeah, enterprise class data protection for VMware Cloud and AWS. We get that image-based uh, protection capability, uh, instant recovery uh, of those workloads either within the VMC instance, or we can uh, vMotion them or just, uh, just uh, run them uh, on-premises. We've got the ability to store in S3, which gives us that uh, cost benefit. And it's a consistent and seamless operation experience for the, the VMware operator. We'll come on to that a little bit later on from an automation perspective. What about when we're protecting workloads from an in-cloud perspective? So in the scenario here, we have a multitude of applications that reside on-prem or in the cloud. Um, in this case, cloud applications. We have a specific set of, of application tools that allow us to take that data and move it from, a, from the client directly to a PowerProtect DD Virtual Edition residing in Azure, Amazon, Google, Google GCP. Um, the ability to take that, leveraging all of the existing benefits, the deduplication, et cetera, et cetera, the minimization of, of network traffic, and fundamentally giving a higher performance, uh, lower um, backup window times, uh, being able to manage this stuff on-prem and let it reside in the cloud. And a lot of the, uh, the deployment capabilities are available through those marketplaces. So it makes a lot of sense to be able to, to uh, leverage the benefits of being able to run uh, PowerProtect DD Virtual Edition in the cloud on whichever cloud provider you want and be able to protect those various workloads that you are, are interested in. Not forgetting the likes of, uh, of Kubernetes, uh, that are covered in, in other sessions and other topics of, of much discussion elsewhere, but are also protected by our, uh, our PowerProtect suite of products. I mentioned earlier on about the, uh, the, the low cost footprint. Just a, a very brief slide here. The, the way in which we deploy in AWS, for example, natively on, on EC2 is a, is a much more efficient from a deduplication perspective. So we're able to store much less data to protect the same workloads. We're able to use less compute instances, so the cost of EC2 compute will be lower. The cost of storage will be lower uh, from a block perspective, and the cost of object storage will also be low based upon the lower footprint. And you can see some comparative costs in here, but just to make the point that it's not just about the, the minimization of the network traffic that we mentioned earlier on, but also if we're running natively in the cloud, we're able to drive down costs there too, which is obviously a key driver for, for most customers moving to the cloud for cost reasons. Now, all of this would be slightly irrelevant if we didn't have a way of managing the entire environment. So we're able to use uh, Data Protection Central to get a single view of what's going on throughout the environment. Number of ways in which we can, uh, can deploy and, and utilize this. This is not the, the only way in which we can do this. We also have the ability to tie into the likes of Tansu Mission Control, uh, but that's a topic for the, uh, the cloud native side of things. Uh, just want to make the point that yeah, all of this needs to be visualized and managed in an effective fashion. And while we're speaking about management, it'd be remiss of me not to mention uh, vRealize automation. Uh, 
So taking the scenario we just mentioned where we had on-prem, we had VMC, and we've got the, uh, the, the native EC2 data domain uh, running in, uh, in EC2 natively, we also have the ability to, to tie into uh, vRealize automation. So vRealize automation being that uh, that element that gives us full lifecycle management of those VMs, uh, regardless of whether they're running on-prem or in VMC when we're in that hybrid link mode. Now we have a, a comprehensive set of vRealize integration uh, capabilities right now, regardless of which a data mover that is being used. But um, the product management have asked me to, to give you a sneaky peek into, into what's coming soon, what's coming next. So as you're no doubt aware, vRealize uh, 8.0 released earlier on in the year. vRealize 8.2 uh, integration for our data protection extension will be published shortly. Uh, what this will allow us to do is give customers, yourselves, uh, the ability to create policies which can then be exposed through vRealize automation and can be attached to virtual machines, giving us those day two operations for protecting, backing up, restoring, restoring to new uh, and uh, and various other other tasks that you'd be familiar with from vRealize automation seven, that uh, we will be the, uh, the the first to, to uh, promote, to, to produce for vRealize 8.2. That's something that will be coming out later this year, but uh, watch this space. This should be the first, uh, the first you've heard of it. So in summary, what we're talking about from a data protection perspective are solutions that map across all of the, the VMware cloud delivery options, regardless of whether you're on-prem private cloud, whether you're using some sort of subscription model, VMC on Dell EMC, AWS public cloud, GCP, Azure, et cetera. Uh, all of these uh, delivery options are covered. We can protect workloads in those clouds, from those clouds, replicate to, restore from. In addition to uh, the obvious you know, Kubernetes, uh, Tanzu, vRealize integrations that we've mentioned also. And this technology that we use, the architecture that we use, gives us a significant uh, benefit right now. Uh, and, and watch this space throughout the whole of, uh, of VMworld. Look for... Uh, Dell Technologies data protection solutions and see what's coming next, what we'll be, uh, what we'll be announcing and what's coming next to further enhance uh, the way in which you can protect your workloads when they're running on any of these VMware platforms. With that, I'd like to thank you for your time and your attention. And uh, if you do want to, to get in touch, uh, my name is Mark Stockham, uh, mark.stockham at dell.com. Please feel free to reach out and uh, I'll be happy to answer any questions. Thank you very much for your time and attention.